Week 13 of the NFL season is here. Today, I got my three favorite spread picks and two extra leans for Sunday's slate of NFL action. Before I dive into my favorite picks this week, let's talk about last week's video did. It was two and one overall in that video. We had the Jaguars covering, had the Bengals covering. They both get it done. The Buccaneers was looking so good until they gave up a touchdown, ended up losing in overtime. Our leans go one and one. Be sure if you're new, my name is Austin from Colin or Shot. Go down below, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button too, and comment down below what your guys' favorite spread pick or over under pick is this weekend. Now, our parlays and player props video which you guys absolutely love that'll be live saturday evening if it's already live i'll link it up in the description down below and since i am recording this and posting it on thursday our bills versus patriots best bets video is already live on the channel you can go check that out it'll all be linked down below if you need any sportsbook sign-up bonuses, all linked down below in the description. Everything is there. Let's hop into my first pick of this weekend, and I'm going to one of the biggest showdowns this weekend. I'm going with the 49ers, minus three and a half as they take on the Miami Dolphins. Now, this is minus 118 on FanDuel, and I do believe a couple books have this at four. Some have it at three and a half. I think the line will end up at three and a half by kickoff on Sunday. Now, this is a big-time matchup with your first-year head coach, Mike McDaniel, of the Dolphins traveling to San Francisco to take on his former team, the 49ers. And here's so I lean the 49ers. Now, the 49ers are obviously the home team. I like the back home teams more so than away teams. The Dolphins having the travel all the way from Miami to San Francisco. This is the beginning of a three-game road trip for the Dolphins. Now, so far this year, the Dolphins have really impressed people. I mean, since I mean, this will be their first road game since November 6th, so they haven't played on the road in a hot minute. But seven and three on the year. They are only three and two straight up and two and three against the spread on the road this season. While as you look at a 49ers team, is hot as well. They're seven and four overall this year, four and one at home. And they're coming off a an ugly, but still a win, 13-0 against New Orleans Saints. Now, 49ers also 3-2 against the spread at home, so they've been pretty decent. And I expect points to be scored in this game. I don't think you go into any Dolphins game, you're like, eh, this is probably a 13-0 game. That's probably not going to happen. The Dolphins do put up points, but they also do give up a lot of points. And I think this game comes down to the defenses. And I like the 49ers defense much more than I like the Dolphins defense. Now, 49ers have a great defense, do have some injuries, but have a great defense led by their defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans probably gets a head coaching job this offseason. And I just think they're going to be able to limit, limit, I put in quotations, because this Dolphins offense has been great this year, but I think they'll be able to make it life difficult on them. Now for 49ers defense, first in total yards allowed, first in points per game allowed. And if they can force this Dolphins team into kicking field goals, they should be fine. should be able to score some points against that Miami defense. Look, they have the pass rush. And this is how you see a team like the 49ers have a lot of success on defenses, because a lot of times they're just rushing three or four guys and just sitting back in coverage. And I think that might make life difficult on to attack of Iloa, making him kind of throw it into tight windows. He's been doing it all season long, but could he make a mistake or two? That could be the difference here. I just like the 49ers at home, only laying three and a half points. I think they're a little bit better. They're a more experienced team than this uh, Dolphins team, which is going onto, onto the road in a hostile environment. I think you'll see a 49ers team game plan for this Dolphins offense, knowing kind of what they're going to run, because the Dolphins obviously are running a very similar scheme to what the 49ers are running themselves, giving the home team minus the three and a half points. Now, before I move into my second pick, I need to change it to a different shirt. Yes, we have a Jets jersey on. And at surface level, you might think, oh, he's riding with the Jets. But if you turn around, you'll see Kevin O'Connell, the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, will be my third pick as I'm taking them minus three as they're at home taking on the New York Jets. Now, don't question why I have a Kevin O'Connell jersey. He did play for the uh, New York Jets as a quarterback, a backup QB, uh, obviously during his playing career. But here's why, and it pains me to pick against the Jets, but I think it has to be done here as the Jets are seven and four traveling on the road to Minnesota. Uh, you know, the Vikings nine and two have been, a, I mean, this is a kind of a game of two games, two teams that people didn't really have high hopes for this season, but have really turned it around. Now, I anticipate Mike White to be the starting QB for the New York Jets on Sunday. After what he did last Sunday, it'd be crazy for the Jets to not start him, although 
is the New York Jets. They do what they do make crazy seem not crazy. This is what they do. But I just think we're going to look at Mike White, take a little bit of regression in this game. Mike White looked great last week, but he got to do it against the Chicago Bears, one of the worst secondaries in the league. And on top of that, they were missing a lot of their star safeties and corners. So the Vikings secondary hasn't been great this year, but has a lot more talent than what he had to see last week against the Bears. We've seen Mike White flash, have a great flashes, and then the next game he stinks. And it wouldn't surprise me we see Mike White. I'm not saying he's going to throw nine interceptions. Actually, he's thrown four in one of his starts last season. But I just think he's a little bit of regression. And this Minnesota Vikings offense has the firepower to score against a very good New York Jets defense so far this year. We're seeing the Vikings coming off an impression. I mean, obviously, they got spanked a couple weeks back for the Cowboys. Impressive win against the Patriots at home, 33-26. to Scoring a lot of points against a very good Patriots defense. And the Vikings offense can score points against anyone. This Jets secondary has been great. Sauce Gardner will have his hands full with Justin Jefferson and it might literally have his hands full. I mean, I love Sauce, but he plays a little aggressive. Wouldn't be surprised to see him call for some uh, defensive pass interferences on Justin Jefferson. We likely matches up a lot against him. Adam Thielen, TJ Hawkinson's been a great addition, and KJ Osborne, Dalvin Cook on the ground. They couldn't get anything on the ground going last week. He had like 22 carries for 40 yards. I think they get a little bit more, more production out of him this week. And the Jets secondary... I think their numbers are a little bit inflated due to who they've had to face so far this year. They've only faced three top 10 passing offenses. And in those matchups, they faced the Bengals. They lost by 15 points. They faced the Bills in that game where Josh Allen got injured, still played, but still got injured a little bit in that one. The Jets won that one by three points. And then they faced the Dolphins without Tua Tagovailoa, had to face Skylar Thompson. I'm not even counting that game when the Jets won by 23 points. I just think the Jets, have the, they played well on the road. But they faced very bad competition in the Browns, the Steelers, the Packers, the Broncos, and the Patriots. And the Patriots was the only game they lost on the road. I just think the Jets' luck catches up to them. I love what they're doing so far this season. I don't necessarily think they win this game. I think they lose to the Vikings. I think the Vikings are the better, more all-around team. Kirk Cousins a lot more experience. And while these two head coaches don't have a ton of experience, I think Kevin O'Connell brings in a good game plan. I think they can certainly get it done. So give me the Minnesota Vikings as hard as it is to bet them. I want to take them minus three. Maybe a hedge on excitement for the, as a Jets fan. But I just don't think this matchup suits them too well. Give me the Vikings minus the three points. As my third and final play, I'm going to go to a line read of the week before we dive into two leans. I'm going to take the Texans, plus 7.5, minus 115 on BetMGM as they take on the Browns. Now, everyone knows this game as it is the return of Deshaun Watson, and of course, the NFL luckily got it when the Browns have to play the Houston Texans in Houston. And if there's ever a game for the Texans to be competitive, it's going to be this one. This is the game that they have to show up in. And if they don't, then oh well. I'll take the L on my chin. But, and this will be the last time I back the Texans. But the Texans have lost six games in a row by 18, 7, 12, 8, 13, and 15 points. The books are not afraid to put a big number on a team facing the Texans. I mean, you saw them do it last week. The 14 or 15 point spread for the Dolphins. They're not afraid to do it. The fact that the Browns are only laying seven points here with arguably, you know, people are expecting big things out of Deshaun Watson. I think it's pretty pretty suspect now the Browns obviously you're going to come in with Deshaun Watson and he's probably going to show some rust this guy hasn't played in over two years barely practiced really over the last two years so he's going to come in here rusty and I think the Texans while their defense isn't great I won't say they're great in fact it's pretty bad I think they can at least show up a little bit on the against this Browns team and it's going to come down to stopping Nick Chubb and Kareem, Kareem Hunt and while I'm not saying Nick Chubb take his unders probably wouldn't do that although I would anticipate a lot of people to be on his overs because the Texans have struggled to stop the run Still, the Texans, at least the rush defense showed up last week, allowing only 2.5 yards per carry versus the Dolphins. Now, Jeff Wilson Jr. did get injured in that game, but still not too shabby. And their defense showed up in the second half. Now, granted, they were down like 30 to zero at halftime. At least they showed up in the second half and played well and still played competitively. I think they continue that momentum over into this week. And I just think we look at a Texans team that 
if you're going to play motivated, you're going to play passionate, you have to show up here. You can't let a guy that's but the Deshaun Watson, while a lot of the, the this uh, team and the Texans weren't necessarily around because it's a very young team, when Deshaun Watson was there, this is a team he has to show up. This is a guy in Deshaun Watson that kind of made a mockery of this, uh, this Texans organization over the past two years. Just feels like a great spot to back the Texans. I know they stink. They're not a great team, but it's a line read, taking them plus seven and a half. If they get smoked, then oh well. The Browns have not been a team to blow out teams all season long. I don't necessarily think that starts on this weekend. I think the Texans, this might be the last game of the season where they actually you know, might try to win for something. So give me the Texans plus the seven and a half. I don't care who starts at QB. Taking the Texans plus the points. I'd buy the extra half point in case this is a touchdown game. Texans hurt me good. Now let's move on into our two leans. The leans have been 10 and two over the past six weeks, one and one the past two weeks. Oh, well, one and one each of the last two weeks. Let's dive into this first one. It's only a lean. We're not counting them towards a record, but I at least want to talk about them. I'm talking about the Steelers, and I take them on the money line versus the Falcons. If you wanted my lean in this game, that's what it is. And the Steelers coming off a big time win against the Colts on Monday Night Football, and they're coming in on short rest, but I don't trust the Falcons. I don't trust either of these teams. These are going to be an interesting matchup. Granted, why it is a pick them, but the Falcons have been a great team against the spread this year, but they're due some regression and they can't pass the ball. If you're going to pass the, if you're going to destroy this Steelers defense, you got to pass the ball against them and they can't do it. They're down Kyle Pitts now. He's out for the year. They want to run the football and that's been the strength of the Steelers defense. I just, this projects to be a lower scoring game. I rather trust Kenny Pickett, Mike Tomlin with money more years on, of head coaching than Arthur Smith, the other coach for the Tennessee, or for, not from the Tennessee Titans, but for the Atlanta Falcons. I, I, if you're going to bet on this one, I really do think the Steelers are the better play. I rather trust them. They got the more experienced head coach. Kenny Pickett's looking pretty solid and Marcus Mariota in this passing offense. If they go down, the Falcons are screwed. They're just going to keep trying to run the football and that's just not going to get it done. If the Steelers can get up in this one on the road, I think they can do it. They did it against Indianapolis, who I think is a much better team than the Falcons, even though you know their records might not say so. I just think the Falcons are just not that great. I'd rather take the Steelers to pick them or a favorite on the road for a reason. Give me the Steelers money line if I had to pick it. Now, my second lean, it's going to be a pop play I'd imagine Broncos Ravens I like the under 39 and a half points now as always it's just a lean I'm not going to track these win or loss they don't go towards my record but the Broncos what I've seen it from them this season been one of the weirdest things we've ever seen in the NFL over the past you know five ten years since I've been watching the NFL I mean this is very odd you had Russell Wilson going here new head coach Nathaniel Hackett people expected big things and this Broncos offense stinks it has been absolutely terrible and on the other side the Ravens offense to be honest, not been too good. Now they scored 27 points last week versus the Jaguars, but they still barely. I mean, it was an ugly 27 points. I mean, they weren't really cooking too much on offense until kind of that end of the third, fourth quarter. And this is the Broncos defense, which is basically the backbone of this team. If the Broncos defense doesn't show up, they got no chance on Sunday. And I just don't trust how you would take it over in any Broncos game. The Broncos have gone under in 10 of 11 games so far this year. The Ravens gone under seven of 11 games this year. I just don't see this Ravens offense being able to convert touchdowns. I think they're going to kick a lot of field goals, which they always seem to do with Justin Tucker. And I just don't know if I really trust either of these two teams to punch it, in, and punch it into the end zone. So you might see a lot of field goals. The altitude should be good for field goals. I don't really know the weather. It doesn't really matter to me. I just refuse to take an over in either of these two teams at the moment, given the current state of their offenses. So I'd lean the under 39 and a half points. Could go down to 38 and a half. I don't really know how the line will change. But if I had to bet one in that game, I take the under. I don't want to touch that spread. I don't know how you can trust really either of those teams to really put up points on the scoreboard. So give me the under if I had to bet it. But my three official picks, obviously we're taking the 49ers minus three and a half. We're taking the Vikings minus two and a half or minus three. And we're taking obviously the Texans line rate of the week plus seven and a half. Those are my three picks. As always, I appreciate you guys as always for tuning in. Our plural ladies and player props video will be live Saturday evening. I'll link it on the screen if it is already live. If you guys want to go buy some merch, go do it. Callonourshot.com. And as always, Bill's Patriots, best bets already live.
I'll put it up on the screen. You can go check out that for Thursday Night Football. I'm out. I'll see you guys back here for future videos. Catch you later. Peace out.